Hey guys, welcome back to Something Social Podcast. We're your hosts, the James Curls. I'm Mo. And I'm Nay. And we hope you're ready to join our conversations about dating, relationships, love, and just general adulting. For more content, event updates, or to contact us, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The James Curls. And our podcast Instagram at Something Social JC. Enjoy. Bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Something Social with the James Curls. Hi. Today, we have a special guest, the sensible sexpert, Wendy or Windasha. I don't know what you want me to call you by, but Mrs. Hall, um, or Dr. Hall, I should say, actually. Um, so welcome her to the show. Wendy is a sex therapist, correct? No, I'm not a therapist. So yeah, like it's okay. okay no, no, no. Let's start that over. Yeah, a lot of people. Um, <laughs> you want to put that in there? If that's not what it's so funny because a lot of people um, really do, you know, think I do sex therapy because you know, in this field, you have therapists, you have counselors, you have all of these different things, coaches, and things like that. But actually, I am. I'm a lot of things. Oh goodness, what should I say? I am. That's great. Tell us so, about all your hats, girl. Go ahead. So, yeah. I am a sex researcher, so I actually do um, sex research. Um, that's what I do in my job every day. Um, yes, I conduct research. I'm a professor, so that's what I do. I teach. So I teach undergrads, and I also am a media consultant. So a lot of um, blogs, magazines, shows call me up, have all these questions. I answer them for them. So when you see all these people like, oh, such and such provided this quote or that quote, I do that for them. And I used to do a little bit of sex coaching, but I was like, ah, oh, I'm not really into that. I don't um, want to do that as much. <laughs> it, it's, it's just my preference, but I, I know when I say sex coach, I'm not having sex with people. Right, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah, there are <laughs> no, but there are people we have, there are sex surrogates. They do body work and wow. they, um, yes, and so yeah, they do touch and have sex with their um, clients. So, but I don't do that. That's oh, not what I do. That's why so, she had to clarify. Yeah, okay. Cause I'm I like, thought, well, I we knew that. that <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, therapy, I, I don't provide therapy or anything like that. Um, but I know lots of great therapists out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, but I do know a lot about that aspect of the, you know, psychology and the, you know, behind it, but I, I don't offer therapy. I'm not a licensed therapist and that's just by choice. Right. So, right. um, so yeah, I like to be on the education and the research end and the consultation in, I like doing that work more. Wow. That yes, is so interesting. it is like things that you don't think are jobs. Yeah, right. But they're yeah. necessary. Yeah, just like yeah. this conversation. It, it is. <laughs> we'll get into that. Now people are gonna look up sex surrogacy. I've put money on it. People are gonna start looking at as soon as we end this. That is happening. I need to and see coaching. What they going actually? On. I mean, coaching. It makes sense that they coach. Oh, there, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> coaches too. So. Wow, I, I know some people who actually watch people have sex and kind of give them pointers. Some people just do it from almost like a therapeutic thing. They just talk it out. Yeah. So, you know, that talk therapy, even though it's not therapy or counseling. So it's different ways people do coaching. It just yeah. all depends on how someone approaches it. So, yeah, I'm not hands on. So I don't. <laughs> no. That is so interesting. <laughs> 
It's like, let me clarify. I'm like, why do we need that clarification? Oh, okay, like, got it. All right. So thank you for letting us know because I definitely thought you were a therapist. I thought you, you know, like, I don't even know what sex therapists do now. I'm scared to even, but I was thinking maybe like meeting with couples and, you know, kind of like coaching through therapy or addressing like, like in, sexual in the moment. No, well, I, I didn't think in the moment at all, but obviously that's a thing. I honestly don't know what I had <laughs> in my head about No, you don't think about it until someone says it. Yeah. So most people, when you think of sex therapy, it, it is like therapy, like going to a, your typical mm-hmm. therapist, but you're just talking about sex, right? Any, right. And there are sex therapists and then you have people who are relationship therapists. right? And anyone who is like a marriage and family therapist who mm-hmm. counsels couples is not necessarily qualified to provide right. sex therapy. So it's very, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. It can get real, yeah. real deep. Wow. Real technical. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Hey, you never know. You might need some. All right. So <laughs> I might need the relationship. You never know. All right. So um, <laughs> you know, just how how important do you feel that now that we're talking about couples and relationships and like the separation of ca- couple therapy with sex therapy, how important do you feel that it is in a relationship? Um, because you know, people say that that is one of the top reasons for you know, divorcing and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some people are just like, oh, it's not that important because what are you going to do with the other 23 hours? Yeah, of the day? 23 hours of the day. So yeah. what what do you think? What, what's your opinion on that? So it's so funny because um, I actually, when I on my own podcast, I spoke to a sex therapist and the top reason for relationships falling or falling apart or failing is not sex. So we tend to think that, but it really is not sex. It's not even money. It's a lot of other things that are going on um, in the relationship that have to do with resentment, contempt. Like it's a whole thing um, out there about why couples just, you know, their relationships fall apart. As far as sex being important, yes, sex is is an important part of a relationship, but it should not be the main part. You should not build your relationship on sex. And the reason why I say that is because sex is going to change. So when you first meet, you're hot and heavy. You Uh can't keep your hands off each other. But as you stay together, year one, two, three, four, five, things are going to change, right? You have kids. Things are going to change if you choose to have kids. Or as you get older, our bodies change, right? Right. So sex drives can go down for some people, like for men, a lot of times their sex drives can go down and they have different issues. Sometimes for women, their sex drives can go up. So then you have some incompatibility right there. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it just really, you know, it's important, but it's not something that you should base your relationship on. So it shouldn't be like, oh, I want to be with them long term because the sex is good. Right. Like, <laughs> no, you have to have something else. <laughs> no, but I know you're like, nah, but a lot of people have been, like we say, digmatized. And so yeah. they would have some bum sex and be like, this is the person I need to be with. Right. Nah, it's just that right. sex is kind of blinding you to all them red flags. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so people are the ones you need to stay away from. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason toxic people have some of the best sex because they tend to be passionate like they tend to be passionate 
um especially if they're a toxic lazy person they don't have nothing else to do but have this yeah what do you think you don't work you know you don't have no hobbies you need a roof over your head so you got to put this good dick or a good vagina on somebody so that you can keep a roof over your head so you're gonna make sure you right that's their contribution (laughs) so yeah but like i said it's important like is that a real word homosexual hobosexual i've heard it about the men that are like just living you know, yeah. from house to house because they, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you have people who are like that, yeah, and so like I said, it's important, but know that it's going to change, right, mm-hmm. so you're not going to be able to, as you get older, you may have sex once a week, sometimes, some right. people can go once a month, it all depends, because things happen, right? right, but you just have to know that sex is just one part mm-hmm. of the relationship, and just because you have sex doesn't doesn't mean you have intimacy in your relationship either. So right. it's just different, you know, different things. Yeah. And it all depends on how you define sex. Right. But that's a whole a whole other kind of words <laughs> right now. Oh my goodness! Oh my so, goodness! You know what I just thought of when she said that? Um, I don't know if you watch this show called Black Mirror. If you don't, you need to. It's such a bomb show on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was an episode. Do you remember that episode where those people? like oh god I don't remember it fully but they had like their like they would zone out and like envision that they were somewhere else or with someone else Mm. and it was two people they were having sex but they were just not there and you could see like their eyes kind of glaze over and they're like that's so raven their eyes glaze over and they're in another like world somewhere and they're imagining somebody else no no this is a man and a woman I haven't no, seen. I saw the one of the video game. I saw the video game. Saw that one. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one, but I didn't see the other one. The zone and the I didn't see Yeah, that one. It, that one. That one was good. Um, because they can go back and remember certain things, mm-hmm. and so I think they were remembering mm-hmm. like a different time and a different person, and they were just together in the bed. And it was like, oh my god. Yeah, wow. It's funny that people don't even have that capability, but they're still doing it. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, no, can't relate, <laughs> but just saying. So what are some of the other ways that you, that people create the intimacy without sex? Because of course it is going to change, um, mm-hmm. you know, the attraction even may change if you, yeah. you know, with the beauty fading mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. But what, what are some other ways that people in relationships can create that intimacy? So it's now I think what's important because like we are in the age of social media, we have to start putting our phones down, our tablets down and actually talking to each other. Yeah. So that's what I've realized. We really don't talk and really spend right. any quality time mm-hmm. with each other. So say if you are with someone and you are watching Netflix, like, okay, let's watch a movie together or Hulu or whatever. A lot of times you end up being on your phone, they're yeah. on their phone. You're barely paying attention to what's going on because you're so into whatever's on that screen right so really putting the phones down and really talking to each other doing activities with each other whether that could be cooking or whatever making sure that you are giving each other like your undivided attention yeah because sex is a uh, sex uh, intimacy is about vulnerability right and touching like we really don't touch each other a lot of times outside of sex Mm -hmm. so a lot of times we think that you only need to kiss and touch 
in order for it to lead to sex, but no, like kissing and hugging and touching right. is a way, you know, to build up that intimacy. So if you're living with your partner or whoever, making sure you're hugging and kissing them when they leave or mm-hmm. when they come home or just, you know, just sitting next to them, sitting close to them can help build some of that intimacy and also allowing just being a safe space for that person Mm -hmm. so you know if they are going through something had a rough day giving them time to you know talk right without trying to intervene now that's one thing that you know some people try to do you know somebody comes with you with a problem you want to try to solve it but that's not what that person's always looking for right they just want that listening ear know that you care know that you're that safe space for them so that's really how you start building up that intimacy we got to start touching we have to start talking yeah. i that's like we just don't do that now. now erica why do that <laughs> but um we we actually talked about that just um on we have like a money mondays we call it like mo and nay money mondays <laughs> on instagram <laughs> and we talked about um just that like we wanted the men to come on and be able to talk about like what challenges they face, whether in a relationship or not, just in general, like what challenges they face. And a lot of them, I was giving them like what I read because I read a Facebook post that had those like topics or that topic and the answers underneath. And I was reading like some of the comments off to them and they were saying, a lot of them were saying that they didn't feel like they had a safe space to be vulnerable and without looking weak. And even with their partner, like they were just saying, like they don't feel like they have that space. So that's exactly what we're talking. Even the same down to, you know, listening like just listen to me like yeah I just need to talk to you like yeah. I don't need you to solve my venting. problem I just need to talk Let to you so yeah out. I can definitely see that creating the intimacy because you want to have that safe space with your partner or it's just a sense yeah and some of like, it's their sometimes it's their spouse so it's like mm-hmm. y'all gotta figure that out yeah you know it's different if it's just like you know somebody you're just with or you know mm-hmm. even if it's a living partner or whatever but right. like if that's your spouse like we really need to talk about that mm-hmm. like yeah. I don't think enough people are are um acknowledging how important that vulnerability and that intimacy is because yeah. and then they get so caught up in day-to-day life that it's yeah. just yeah. like just on go at all times they have a routine you know get up get kids yeah. ready go to work come home make dinner help with homework yeah, it, becomes, you know? it becomes automatic yeah. You know, so we, we tend to go into like that auto mode. It's like, like you said, you wake up, you get ready for work. If you have kids, you get them ready, drop them off to school, you go to work, you do all that. And then you come and you do the same thing every single day and it's a routine. And then you get stuck in this rut, right? right? And you have to sometimes step back and say, okay, we haven't really spent any time mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Like spent any actual time together. We haven't even touched each other in a nice loving way right so we don't tend to think about it's something that has to be intentional so intimacy has to be intentional right Mm -hmm. the longer you're together you have to like they say you have to still date your spouse or date whoever you're with in the long term you have to still be intentional about that because like when you first get together it's new you want to you want to put your best foot forward right yeah But as you, you know, go along, it's like, okay, this person is my constant. This person is, is here. At least that's how we feel, right? That that person is your constant. They're there. But when you're not providing that person that intimate time, resentment can start to be building and you're not Mm -hmm. even, right? right? And then something blows up and then 
all yeah. of it comes out. Yeah, it's just right? like, like we don't spend time together. Yeah. Or I, I had an affair because I didn't feel loved. Yeah. I didn't feel, I didn't feel wanted anymore. Are those right. types of things? Or you weren't giving me that emotional, mm-hmm. you know, intimacy that I needed. Right? Yeah. You can have sex and not have intimacy. A lot of people right. don't don't really believe that, but you can. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So sex doesn't equal intimacy. Right. It just sure, be a chore for to ask freaking sex workers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. They like, well, this is a check. So <laughs> that's true. Or yeah. I mean, or just any random person that's just like, oh, I had a one night stand, just ever so casually. It's like, all right, yeah. You know. So yeah, or like in your marriage, it's like I'm having sex because I know I'm supposed to. This is what I'm supposed to be yeah. doing. Out of obligation. And that's you're doing it out of obligation. Yeah, talking to a friend of ours, um, he, you know, a, a married friend, he was saying that that is one of the issues that's in his relationship, like that, like the 80-20 rule, right? Like the 80% is there, but the 20% was basically the intimacy. Yeah. It was intimacy classy. in general, not even just sex. But that 20% period. was like weighing. Right. <laughs> Right. So, you know, and I, not to say that he was like trying to step out or anything, but he was just like, you know, you could tell that it was something that bothered him, but yeah. he wouldn't really. He's like, I can't do We it. tried to I give him suggestions it, you know? and he was like, nope, can't I've try tried that. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've tried it or I can't try that. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. You could, he felt, you could tell he feels a little stuck with that situation and he doesn't feel like there's a resolution to it. Mm. And it just makes me really upset because. I'm sitting here like, man, I mean, I, I hope that at some point when I am married and I'm, I move into that space that I don't become, you know, someone who shuts off mm-hmm. to certain mm-hmm. needs of my, my partner, um, mm-hmm. just in general, because it's something that he feels like kind of hopeless about. Mm-hmm. And it was oh, like, yeah. oh no, like, cause he's like, this is, this is my, this is my wife. I'm not going to cheat on her, but this is just how we live. And yeah. there's nothing I can do about it. But he was like, yeah, the myth is true. When you get married, it just, that's, that's it. It just goes downhill. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's what, that's not true for everybody. Cause I know a lot well, of married. Yeah, I know. I know. She like, listen, I just had a baby. So <laughs> like, like I like, Hey, it's, you know, like I said, sex changes, but at the end of the day, if you want some type of sexual satisfaction, I'm, we said for them is intimacy overall. So that's a conversation that they really right. have, to, have to have. Right. And if you want any type of satisfaction, so not even just sexual satisfaction, but if you want some type of relationship satisfaction, you right. have to talk. Right. You, know, you can't, because your friend is going to get to a state of resentment. Right. Yeah. Like, and he's going to eventually shut off you know and then it's gonna be you know there's gonna be a lot of contempt there's gonna be a lot of different things right so they would have they have to talk about it and I'm not saying he's gonna cheat or anything like that but he might as well if you're gonna shut off you know if you're gonna shut down right right equally as dangerous yeah yeah that is dangerous very dangerous it's that's it's upsetting to see that um that so many, I'm not saying everybody, but so many people are in that predicament. And it's like, wow, okay. I didn't know people were doing, cause we can't relate. <laughs> we're like, oh, what? That's a thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's happening. <laughs> um, so it's, it's kind of disheartening. It's like, I hope I don't do that. I know, I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna do that when I get married. But, and then we're like, well, we kind of like need to make up for lost time. So <laughs> we might just be deprived. <laughs> 
might be out of control. But, but he, he also was saying, like, how you were saying, like, intimacy, intimacy as a whole, he also was saying, um, I don't feel like I'm safe to be, like, um, angry in, mm-hmm. any, in any moments. Like, if I'm having a bad day, I have to always, you know, yeah. pull myself up by my bootstraps and mm-hmm. carry on like nothing's happening. Um, because just him as a man, like just the role that mm-hmm. he's expected to fill, um, he's like, I just don't feel like I can kind of like have that kind of outlet or yeah. even just to be like left alone for mm-hmm. a little while. He, you know, so it was like, oh, okay. So it's like an overall yeah. thing that's probably going around. And, and that could apply to everybody else who is having right. an issue with the. I would assume side. that it usually stems deeper than just the physical. Yeah. 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 And then it's so funny because you said, um, not to get off topic, but he's like, okay, he wants to be angry. A lot of times we resort to anger and not really deal with what the true emotion is. Like, so are you angry or are you really overwhelmed? Are you stressed? Are you sad? Are you confused? It's like, so we we just like to put anger right. things and like express, try to express anger, but it's like, what, what really is yeah like what's beneath that because it's easy to express anger right but it's like what what really is what really is going on are you nervous about something are you stressed about something are you are are you having some depression or some anxiety it's like what what really is going on so (laughs) but I know that as men a lot of times men express you know the the I guess the emotion that they feel more comfortable expressing is anger right Mm -hmm. Right. You know, because th- but that's just how so- our society has raised right. like, yep. lives to be angry, right? Exactly. Yeah. Not show any other emotion but that. Right. right. So yeah. That's- that was one thing that you know, we still off topic, but that was one thing that we talked to him actually about with his son, because he has a, a you know, a, I think his son is probably like 10 or 11 or something like that. But just asking him how he is raising him to express himself and express his emotions, because, you know, that is just how they're raised up. And for the most part, yeah. And it's just like, you can't show. And, you know, I I work in a school and I see it every day with little boys, especially little black, our black um, young men, they just don't want to show any sort of emotion. It's like, I always have to be strong. Like, so, you know, just that's that's oftentimes that what they daddy tell them right yeah and right. that can also lead to bad sex for men are not fulfilling sex well so, well, 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 so, well, so, <laughs> so like because a lot of people okay so and it leads to bad sex for women so as so for women we are socialized that we're supposed to be givers we're supposed to be nurturers and we're supposed to try to satisfy and please right so when we do that and we're always concerned about you know our partner getting theirs and we don't we're not concerning ourselves with our own orgasm we're not concerning ourselves with our own pleasure because we tell ourselves in our heads oh the sex was good if they thought it was good or the sex, I feel satisfied if they came or if they had an orgasm. I hear a lot of women say that that's what makes me feel good. Making my partner feels good, feel good. But it's like, no, sis, what about you? Have, did you have an orgasm? That's not a real feeling. Is the sex good for you? Yes. You're doing, you're putting in all this work, but you're not getting what you want or getting what you need out of the deal because you're not speaking up. You're not saying, Hey, this doesn't feel good or Hey, I don't like that. Or, Hey, I want to try this. Or, I want to try that because you want to be a person who's pleasing. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So for women, that's, you know, that's how we have that orgasm gap, especially for straight women, you have that orgasm gap because we're not really enough, right? So when they're, you know, they're missing all the action down there when they post, you know, because we have the clitoris, nobody, you know, got me who not paying attention to that. <laughs> you know, they just jumping straight into it and you're looking like, okay, yeah. Got the <laughs> you know, like, no. Yeah. And then for men, because men are taught that they're supposed to be strong, they're supposed to have this whole masculine vibe by them all the time they may want to try some things in the bedroom, but they're like, hey, I can't try that because I don't want to be looked at right. as weak. Or, oh, I don't want right. to be looked at as though I'm quote unquote gay if I'm a straight man, right? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure um, you've heard the discussions about pegging and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know what pegging is, you know, that's, <laughs> you know, look it up. But, <laughs> but well, can, we get we to that Yeah, I was, talking about that when I was up visiting yeah so you have some <laughs> straight men who are really curious about pegging right. you know because the prostate gland is very sensitive right mm-hmm. however they can't bring themselves to tell their woman or whoever right. that they want to try that because it's automatically mm-hmm. gonna be like oh he wants me to peg him oh, right. he like oh sis he he playing for the other team right so we don't allow our men to really experience the full spectrum of their sexuality, right? So they have to be like, okay, I'm gonna go into the bedroom. I'm gonna be on top. I'm a banger. I'm gonna throw it through the headboard because that's how mm-hmm. I'm showing that mm-hmm. I can give good sex, yeah. right? You think they're gonna just pound, 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 pound. But right. there are other aspects of their bodies that they don't even want to explore. Right. Like say, I only get pleasure, you know, through my penis. It's like, you don't like your nipples sucked. You don't like, you know, you know, all these other parts of your body. You're only experiencing it through that. So like I said, not speaking up about what you want Mm -hmm. and not being comfortable with your partner can lead to bad sex. Yeah. And probably them not even knowing because they don't experiment. I mean, that's, and I was wondering if that is different in different communities, like in the black community as it is, because I feel like white men are more sexually open so are white women they're fluid they're very they're way more fluid than we are well that's what they say but well we don't have they are (laughs) i don't have a lot of studies talking about that but i will say the way black people and white people are socialized are different we know that Right. right right and so we know in our community if you're a man like man, anything that can come across as you appearing gay or bisexual right. is shunned upon, right? So yeah. if you're a straight man, they're like you better not sit up here and like your legs on, you know, back while <laughs> looking over. You better not like that. You better not like us. <laughs> <All bit>. <laughs> like you better not ever be on all fours. Yeah. With, you know, like that's you know, so that's what we yeah. raise them as. And as black women, um, we have we have to walk a fine line, right? right? Yeah. So it's like they want Black women to be good in bed and do all of these different things. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I don't want to come off as looking at like a hoe. Right. So it's like we have that on top of us. So it's like, okay, if we come into the bedroom assertive saying, oh, I like it this way, that way. Right. You go to handcuffs, you go all of this stuff that like okay she gonna look at me like well how many men i done did right, this? exactly right? what did yep. you learn all of this yeah so who done ran through you mm-hmm. or if you're a woman who wants to have a threesome mm-hmm. right a lot, i feel like a lot of black women um who i've spoken with they're like okay they want to have threesomes but they feel like they can only have threesomes whereas another woman 
in a man. They right. can't have their fantasy of having two mm-hmm. men, yeah. right? Because it's like, I don't want to be looked at as though I'm a hoe. Or we call that running a train, right? right. Like, right. They don't, I got a train like, ring no. on me. I don't so, want man. Right. And yeah. And so we're not allowed to, to be as open, you know, in our communities yeah, with our, right. our sexuality because you get that whole label or you get that, oh, they're gay label, depending on, you know. Exhausting. Yeah. I know it is. <laughs> it is so many rules. It's exhausting. Yeah. There's rules. I don't. Yeah. But you know, rules. when you did the, um, I think you did a live event on Jasmine Sullivan's album. Mm-hmm. And like, I love that album because it was kind of like, kind of like a liberation yeah. album almost like, Ooh. she's like, this is just what it is. My favorite thing, she was performing uh, with the song she has with Ari Lennox. Yeah. Just out in the open, just like, yep. this yeah. is what it is. And then people listening, they like, this song kind of right. And they like, did she just say, what she, what? And even now her new <laughs> song where she about. reclaiming her time she like look I'm about to put yeah, the trash, trash. trash yeah <laughs> and that's what we you know what and that's one thing that song I laughed when I first heard the song because I was like yeah because we as women we like to protect emotions we like to protect yeah. feelings and egos so we are out here telling a lot of people that oh the sex was good we're faking orgasms of screaming <laughs> our heads off knowing that we can't feel a thing oh, and God. then the man that we slept with is out here thinking that he's putting out right. our good dick right. yep. no no he's not like yeah. you can save a lot of other people coming after you <laughs> right like yeah, seriously somebody's got to speak up yeah so yeah <laughs> somebody has to speak up you can't keep telling this person that they are giving good dick now okay not that's not to say that (laughs) it could be good for somebody else right right that's true true. but we have a lot of inflated egos out here yeah Mm -hmm. that is true i've lied to them saying oh you're you're the best i ever had no you're not yeah you know are they selling you're the only one no no i haven't had a best everybody's different you know because every yeah. person brings a different thing to the table right yeah. everybody is is different so you may have that one person who's like oh they give bum head or you may yeah. meet that one person who's like oh they got that nice j curve to the dick and it <laughs> makes me feel good but their yeah. head is not as good as the next person so right. yeah yeah all, right. all different but yeah. there are some people who've had their best and they're still stuck and digmatized and yeah. can't be in a situation with a homosexual. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They're in a situation with a homosexual. And that, so that should be my word of the week, homosexual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I saw this post on Instagram and it was talking about like people that have casual sex and it was saying something about like soul ties and how it's not really a good thing because because of soul ties, right? So how do you, do you think that that's a real thing or is there some sort of like, I mean, we were talking about like the biological aspect of it, right? Like yeah. there has to be some sort of biological connection. Body works too intricately, especially with fluids for there not to be some sort of influence left from the previous person if you've exchanged bodily fluids. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Hopefully um, they're protecting themselves. But. I mean, hopefully they're protecting <laughs> themselves, but even saliva, like yeah. tears, mm-hmm. like anything, there's, sweat. there's chemicals and mm-hmm. everything and sweat. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would, I, I can't imagine, I haven't done any research on it yet. Cause now I'm like, um, but I can't imagine that it wouldn't leave some sort of, um, I don't want to say it on your body. That's what you're yeah, about. some sort of influence on their partner. So, okay. So I, for one, I do not believe in soul ties. It's not something um, that, and a lot of people, the whole, the whole soul tie concept really is like a religious and spiritual concept, yeah. right? And so, um, of course, I've raised in the church <laughs> all my life, but I still don't believe in soul ties because I just think, from a Christian standpoint, if you're saying that, or well, I can also be from a Christian standpoint. I'm not, you know, I don't know about any other religion. Mm-hmm. If um, the, if there's no condemnation in Christ, if you know the blood cleanses and they'll do all of those things, are you trying to say that Jesus cannot overcome a soul tie? So that's also so it's right. kind of like so you know a soul tie, like you. So you're trying to say you will be connected to this person forever. Mm-hmm however you have jesus there who washes away all our sins so why would i still have right. a soul tie? so that it's it, you I mean, know that's how i yeah. feel about it um and sexual sin is no different from a lot of other sins out there so like right put you know the sin of sex on a higher pedestal than yeah. you up there lying stealing right. all of the different things right so if you are here stealing do you have a soul tie to taking people's stuff like so you know but okay but i do understand that but so i i don't believe in soul ties what i do believe in is habit i do believe in being comfortable mm-hmm. right and i do believe in trauma right yeah. so yeah. people a lot of times are with someone or they stay with someone out of habit because it's something that they're used to right they're scared to move on because in their minds or somebody has told them that they can't move on or that they can't do better so they keep clinging on to that someone or they keep clinging to that something that that person has Mm -hmm. or sometimes trauma brings people together right Mm -hmm. so share trauma and you are holding on to that and not healing from it so you're using that person as a healing tool right Mm -hmm. You have codependent relationships, yeah, right. So it tends to be more than sex, yeah. right? It's not the sex right. that is holding you on to that person. It's something else that's holding you there, yeah, right. So that's why I don't believe in soul ties in the right. way that we're trying to, you know, trying to tell people like they are, like, oh, if you have right. sex with that person, or you have all of these different spirits in you, yeah, yeah. And all of those different things, mm-hmm. right? Because that's that's also part of purity culture. So it's oh, every time you have sex, that person is gonna leave this little bit of you and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But biologically speaking, right? If we want to get down to biology, just pure biology, and we have to think about ourselves as being animals, mm-hmm. right? So if we want to just be like biology, take all of our higher level thinking mm-hmm. out of it the body is capable and very much well of ridding itself of what it does not need yes. to be there. Mm-hmm. Right. So you, you, like the <laughs> vagina, that, that's what we say. The vagina is self, the vagina is self cleaning. Right. So right. 
you know, and technically we want to get pregnant. Our bodies want us to get pregnant, <laughs> you know, every right. month. No, that's just our biological drive. And our biological drive will tell us to have sex with the best person or the best people out there so that we can repopulate right. and yeah. keep the rate, like the human race going. Right. That's really like our bio, like that's where our libidos and things like that come from. That's our natural drive. Yeah. Right. So like, if you think about animals like lions and tigers and bears, they're not out here saying, I don't think that bear is going to be, you know, <laughs> it's going to be the perfect, you know, mate for me to take care of. Yeah, I don't want his all that stuff. Right. I don't know that like, okay, so that bear is strong. That bear can fight. They can hunt. I'm going to have sex with them so I can have a child mm-hmm. that can continue on this mm-hmm. bear species. Yeah. That's why the male speed, like they always fight, like to try to prove that they're the strongest, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, so if you want to look at biology, you know, we technically, that's why a lot of people don't believe in my, like monogamy. They were like, we should just, you know, it's not natural. That's when you hear that whole mm-hmm. idea of it, you know, not being natural and all of those right. different things. But that's my point. No, I don't necessarily believe in soul ties. I believe in those other things that keep people um, together, but not, not if you have sex with this one person, you can't ever rid yourself really, of yeah. Energy, you can't rid yourself of their of their spirit or yeah that's really what it is their yeah. energy is yeah. like floating around in you and or something I don't know how that works and really yeah you would have to have some sort of form some sort of intimacy with that person because yeah. I can't imagine just like a one night stand never seeing that person again or not even having yeah. that it's like now connection. your souls are connected yeah like ever. being something that's tying you you're like okay I'm good never speaking to them again but you yeah. know what you can exchange energy with a person and not even have sex with them uh-huh so that's what a lot of people you know like you hear people all the time like oh no I don't fool with that person they give me bad vibes yeah you didn't have sex with them, but you, for some reason, you yeah, feel yeah. like they're, the energy that they're giving you is not healthy. And you don't want them in your space, right? So you don't have to have sex with somebody to sense their energy, right? right. Or to sense that they're not giving you that good vibe that you want them around or that they're good people. So you don't even have to have sex like that. So that means if, if you have soul ties, that means you have soul ties with your friends because you have toxic yeah. ass friends or toxic <laughs> ass members, right? That is true. <laughs> no matter what they do, you keep, you know, you keep inviting mm-hmm. them and keeping them in your life. Oh my, no my matter God. how much they hurt you. So like I said, but in that case, it's you're, you're connected to some type of trauma or right. there that is keeping right. you grounded with that person mm-hmm. that you won't let them go. And I don't think it's the sex that is keeping you there. Right, right. You know, That's so. that. Now that she dropping gym. <laughs> makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Can we go back for a second to the bad sex conversation? Okay. So <clears throat> you mentioned briefly, and I also heard it on that thing that somebody sent me that video um, asking us to talk about this, the orgasm gap. Mm-hmm. What the hell (laughs) send help (laughs) so what do you think that it is that men are like missing because I think it's like an alarming number percentage of women are not not completing the mission they said if if that they said the world was the world was populated by women having an orgasm there would be like nine people <laughs> do you think it's just because they don't know anatomy like I don't understand but like she said I think I think it does have a lot to, like for me 
personally, I feel like getting personal on the podcast, but I feel like it has a lot to do with my, cause it's really mental. It, it, there's a, a mental piece that is. Okay. I can acknowledge that for sure. And if my mental is not there, then it's not. That's a big it, one. It's not actually. Happening. Yeah. <laughs> So the orgasm gap is, is so funny because it's really for straight women, mm-hmm. right? Because um, lesbian women have more orgasms than straight women, right. right? And of course, gay men and straight men have a lot more orgasms. Bisexual women are tend to, if they're, when they're having sex with a man, they have less orgasm having sex with a woman or, you know, they have more. The reason why a lot of that is it it is due to one anatomy, not knowing anatomy. Mm-hmm. So um, most, you know, most females, femmes, women, you know, people with vaginas, you know, being inclusive are not going to come off of penetration mm-hmm. alone. Like, so if you're a person and you're having sex with someone and they just want to jump right in, a lot of times you're not going to have an orgasm, especially if you right. just stroke and stroke and stroke and stroke and stroke and right and if they're just doing all of that and not even paying attention to the clitoris because that is what it's for there is no other purpose for the clitoris other than sexual pleasure right so if you are ignoring that if you are not you know making sure that you're taking your time and doing that mm-hmm. so whether that is oral sex having some toys there your chances of having an orgasm is going to go down Right. I'm not saying that there aren't other places on your body that you can, you know, achieve an orgasm because some people have orgasm through their nipples, scalp, feet, you name it. <laughs> She's got a lot of different erogenous zones out there. Uh-huh. But the clitoris, yes, you have to pay attention to that. Right. So when you're having sex with a woman, you know, two women having sex, they know what needs to get done. Right. So they're going to make sure yeah. that the orgasm is there. And also when I'm saying they know what needs to get done, when you think about like, let's think about pornography, right? Let's think about porn. If you look at lesbian porn, right? It's more sensual. You know, they take their time. Right. You know, like I said, they're focusing on the body, you know, and those things that make their partner feel good. Right. However, when you see the straight porn, it's like, okay, the dude knocks on the door, you turn your head, <laughs> they already bent over on the couch. You're like, wait, you just dropped the piece off two seconds ago, but now you got her feeling. <laughs> so it's like, wait, what happened there? Like, there was no, and the most you see of oral sex, and it's like, okay, they're only going to give a little oral sex just so they can slide their dick in, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They're not paying attention. It's all about. Right their pleasure in that moment right Mm -hmm. so it really is about that like not really connecting with your partner's body and paying attention and also for women not speaking up just saying hey this is trash doesn't feel good (laughs) like you know it's so funny i saw the shirt that says sis don't don't have sex with a man who don't eat you out first like i said so that like that's what we have to really start doing it's like hey take your time you know, this is where you need to touch me. This is what I like. And if you cannot do that, if you're not going to, you know, eat me out or do whatever I need, then we're not going to have sex because you're not going to sit up here and get yours. Right. Wow. You don't, I don't let you pound me out for your 15 minutes, five minutes, whatever you're going to do. And now I got to go to the bathroom with my vibrator. To <laughs> you know, I, I'm like, I'm like, there has to be, some people don't care, but it has to be like, if I was a dude, I would, 
I would feel so bad if I think yeah, I didn't that's embarrassing. And, and then I roll over. Yeah, and then I roll over in my bathroom. I hear that buzz. Like, well, damn. <laughs> and it's like I would feel so bad. Like I would. But that's just, no, but that's some true. people don't care. Like some people, like I got mine. You better get yours. Yeah. So yeah, just really, you know, speaking up. But sex is not gonna always end in orgasm. Sometimes right. it just doesn't. Like you said, if your mental isn't there, you know, sometimes it's just not right. 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 And the timing is off. Just certain things going on. But yeah, a lot of times it's because we're not paying attention to to the bodies. Yeah. But men are selfish sometimes, so they're gonna make sure they get theirs. Yep. And yes, when we gotta speak up. They like I don't feel like putting in his work. Like I don't feel like this is a lot of work, so I'm just gonna do what I need to do, which is five minutes long, and go. Yeah. What you need to do. Yeah, and it's the lie. The lie that we say that women take longer; they need a lot more to Mm -hmm. organize. That's not true. Yeah, figure it out. Thank because you. they can go into the bathroom with their vibrator and right. then be done in two minutes. Right. Two minutes, bro. You know, and it don't take no 15, 20 right. minutes, right? Mm-hmm. So you just don't know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> it's just that is, you know what? That boils down yeah. to women do have to speak up. They do. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Because they are in the group chats complaining, but they are not complaining to their man. Yeah, so busy trying to like protect yeah ego. it's like how do I approach this and tell him no this isn't this isn't working yeah, life is being short like, bad sex like you can't be out here having bad sex especially if it's like a f buddy why are you keeping them around right it's the, yeah what, what is the point it's at that point some people are having bad sex also because of skin hunger they just want to be touched yeah. They don't even necessarily want to have sex. Mm-hmm. It's just they want to be touched and they need to be touched. Yeah. And the only way they feel like they can, you know, satisfy that skin hunger is just through sex. Mm-hmm. You know, so interesting. And I think that's so skin hunger. So as humans, we we have to touch each other. Like that's how we thrive and survive. Like so if right. you take a baby and you don't touch a baby, a baby will die, right? Mm-hmm. Babies, when they come out. They need to be touched. They need to be nurtured and be cared for. That's why you do skin to skin, mm-hmm. right? So that's how babies, you know, can get acclimated into the world. Now, as humans, we, you know, we still need that touch because we're social creatures, yeah. right? And so, especially in the pandemic, you've had people who've been sitting in the house mm-hmm. by themselves a lot of times yeah. with no interaction. Yeah, you may have Zoom, you may have Instagram, but nobody there to provide you any touch like nothing it's so it's just like okay you're craving that you yeah you crave that so that's why people sleep with weighted blankets Mm -hmm. um that's why a lot of times people love getting their you know feet done and their hands like their pedicures because people somebody's touching you massages touching you touch can be very healing because that's one of our most important and powerful senses yeah so if you go a long time without being touched it will weigh on you it will and so um, so sometimes people will have bad sex because they just simply want somebody to touch them. Yeah, yeah. they're not even looking for orgasm. They're like, you know what? Just touch me. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> just and because they're, you know, and they're craving intimacy, like touching intimacy. Yeah. Like that's the only way they can right. get. It. Yeah, there right. was a point in time that I, um, I just was craving the intimacy more than anything, like mm-hmm. just to be 
near someone or to be mm -hmm. close to physically or even emotionally close to someone or what I thought was emotionally <laughs> close to someone. Um, and, and I can see how that can get confused because mm -hmm. it's like, um, I didn't get anything out of this interaction. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and I'm still kind of empty. Right. So what was the point of that? <laughs> yeah. Skin hunger, skin hunger, but not even just skin hunger, but just like, just to be in the space, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so obviously you, you put yourself in that space and then things happen and whatever the case is, but ultimately that's not what you was looking to right. do. That's not what you was looking to accomplish. You were craving yeah. general intimacy mm -hmm. and then you go into it with the wrong mindset and yeah. things happen and then you end up and you'd be like, well, that was pointless. It's <laughs> a waste of time. <laughs> go back to bed. Yeah, it happens all the time. But I think right now we're like, we're in an age where we're not really fostering or having real connections. Yeah. You know, with people, because um, I will say, I'm not trying to blame everything on social media because I am like, I research social media and all of those things. That's like a part of my job. But it really, we really are in the place where we are not forming genuine connections yeah. and relationships with people. Mm -hmm. And a part of that is because social media has expanded the world. Mm -hmm. And we feel that if we get into a relationship with someone that we're going to question it because it's like, oh, there can always be something else out there. Yeah, There can always be something more out there, right? So <laughs> I don't want to put time and effort into this friendship, into this relationship, because I could be doing something else or there could be other people out there who can provide all these other experiences for me. And that's not to say that you have to be like monogamous with someone, right? Um, because there is polyamory and there are open relationships, but even those have rules and boundaries around them too. But, um, but we're always looking for more, right? Yeah. Or we are expecting a lot more out of people right. than we really should, mm -hmm. right? So if we do get in relationships with people or friendships with people, we think that it should be like how we're seeing it on Instagram or Facebook, right? So it should be yeah. the, the lavish trips and the big gestures of love, like right. oh, yeah. Paris and proposed to me on the Eiffel Tower and then flew me to Dubai and proposed to me with my choice of six engagement rings. And yeah, I saw that. Flew a helicopter in. Yeah, yeah. I, or even with your friends, like, oh, if we're not going on these lavish trips to Bali mm -hmm. every month in these five-star accommodations, is it a real friendship, right? right? And so we have a lot of gestures online, but we don't have a lot of people who have actual friends. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and so yeah. like, because we're looking for all of these, all of these things, mm -hmm. right? But, and we're expecting so much out of people because of what we're seeing on social media right right we're, like this is how everything we're looking for curated experiences right and that's not how it is in right. real life right yeah oh my god yeah we, we definitely talk about social media a lot um in our events and even like sometimes online just because it does play a huge role in the issue I mean, the whole idea behind something social and like when we started was like, what's going on with the men and women that we can't, like we're missing the mark somewhere. Because yeah. like we have so many friends that are successful, beautiful women that just 
like you know we're dating but we just it's nothing sticking nothing is sticking and the men when we talk to them is saying the same thing so it's almost like some something somewhere is not connected yeah we're disconnected so we were we don't, trying don't to get the to... conversation going on what it, what is it that's missing and even now still when we talk about it it's the same like we're complaining about the same things but yeah I do think that plays a big role that people maybe they just we just don't know how to make those connections anymore because we're so used to like now meeting somebody you're going to get their instagram right yeah. you're not going to get their number you're not facetiming them you're you're checking their instagram page or you're talking to them through dms yeah. like it's not even like a phone call connection anymore it's a good thing and a bad thing because you get to peek into their life a little bit yeah their life their life but <laughs> like, like what they want you to see i always tell the story of i met a guy on on a dating app and I went on his Instagram and we exchanged like that kind of information and he just had like booty cheeks everywhere and I was like okay well that's not that's not my type of man <laughs> we're not into the same things so I'm yes. glad I saw that <laughs> yeah I mean I do think it it is a good thing because it's it kind of gives you like a like okay I don't know if I'm ready to talk to you on the phone give you my number yeah Let me just see what's Let me going go on with your, yeah right <laughs> But I mean, I do think that definitely plays a role. But you got to think about it. So we, because, you know, we're old enough to remember life before Instagram. We're life before Facebook and even MySpace, right? We had no other option but to talk to people on the phone, right? right? We had no other option but to go on a date with someone to kind of get to know them, right? So now we can exchange our Instagram handles, our Facebook handles, and kind of go through and see, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not liking how they look on this curated platform. Right. So I'm going to pass. It's so funny. Cause I was thinking about it as, um, I was coming back on and I, I only, like I said, I speak for I, you know, I talk about black, you know, relationships, black love, black women, black families and things like that. And I do believe that the reason why we tend to miss each other a lot of times is because we have a lot of stuff geared toward, telling black women what they need to do to be successful in relationships mm-hmm. and treat it as though black men already have the answer right it's just that black women are the deficit a lot of times so that's why you have all of these um relationship gurus mm-hmm. focus their work toward black women so you have the kevin samuels oh, okay. right Steve Harvey, you have the, the yeah. Jacksons, you have all of those men That's true. who are trying to tell Black women what they need to do to get a Black man, but you don't have these men gearing their energy toward Black men, right? right? No accountability. So, yeah, so there's no accountability yeah. on their end. I'm not saying that there's something wrong with Black men, it's just that right. we all... We gear toward black women, right? Because it's the narrative out there that black women are the most unmarried women out there. So we have to do something to fix that. Right. Right. So it's the black women are the problem. So you you know, we're doing something wrong. Right. And it's, you know, and so when we have that type of attitude about relationships that something's wrong with black women, black women need to fix themselves or be fixed. Uh-huh then you have a lot of men out there if you know if you want if you're straight you have a lot of men out there thinking that hey i'm the prize here right and you know <laughs> i have all my stuff together and you yeah. know 
if you said you need to have, you know, they don't see themselves as needing to have, you know, work on themselves. So right. they don't see needing therapy. They don't see themselves internal work, right? That's definitely part of the issue because um, I feel like that's something that they hang over your head kind of like in dating. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, they, they really feel like they are the prize. They are the prize. And yeah. I don't know if, I think it has something to do with like the women outnumbering the men and them thinking yeah. that they just have to pick up the litter mm-hmm. and we have to do what we have to do to be chosen, right? Yes. <laughs> it's a competition. <laughs> yeah, pick me culture. So yeah. you have and then a lot of women contribute to pick me culture. Then they'll down other women. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you don't cook? Oh, how dare you? Right. Yeah. You know, right there's all these lazy women out here who are doing this right. and that. So it's kind of like, oh, pick me. I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the one that you should be going after. Right. right? Uh, right. So it's all about being chose. We tell women that they need to be chose because, you know, right. It's the whole, you know, biblical, he who finds the wife, finds the good thing. Mm-hmm. So when you need to yep. put those in a position to be chosen, um, you need to sit back and let your husband come or your man or whoever come to you. Right. Instead of telling women that a lot of times you need to go out and take, you know, shoot your shot. Right. right? Yes. <laughs> you need to. And the men are like, yes, come talk to me. And it's like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And find the person that that's for you right yeah and quit going after this idealized image of what you think a partner is supposed to be like i like kevin says i'm tired of this whole high value man bullshit like i'm so <laughs> tired of that like what does it mean to be high value it's so funny because i was talking to my husband about that and the people are like six figures i'm like mm-hmm. six figures can be a hundred thousand dollars or nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred you know what i'm saying right. so what what are we talking about? Yeah. Six and figures? they tend to think that finances I was is gonna the say only value is yes. value that a man Not has. Finance exclusively yes. to finance. You could be complete low quality. Right. No, I need yes. somebody that like supports your dreams, you know, motivates yes. you, e- emotional space, like all of that comes before finances for me. Like yes. I don't I mean I care about them, but, but, but I don't, but I don't you know what? But, but I think a lot of times with black women, it is damned if you do, damn if you don't, yeah. a lot of times. So, like, we want a person who is financially stable, right? We want someone who can take care of themselves and also take care of us and take care of a family. Right. And so then when you want that, it's like, oh, you want a high-value man, like you said. But then in the other camp, when you want a, a man who can provide financially, it's like, okay, you're a gold digger, Right. Are you just out for money? Right. Why can't you get a man who has potential? It's like, no, we're not dealing with potential. We're not dealing with projects. You get yourself together first, right? Yeah. So it's like we're in this space of like, well, what do we what do we do? So if we want a person with, you know, some means, some resources, right. you know, we're not good enough for them, or we have to be a gold digger. It's it's just right. all these all these different things. And like I said, it's, yeah. we wouldn't even know half of this stuff if it wasn't for us sitting online all the it's time. Like, media. We wouldn't know who the hell Kevin is. Yeah. We wouldn't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't know who Derek Jackson is. We wouldn't right. know. He somehow just gave him a cell phone. He's sitting in the car. Yeah. Right, outside of his side chick house. Telling right. you <laughs> right. that and you need to leave done. that oh, cheating man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But he's cheating on his wife. Right. You know, so it's like, it's a mess. you know, we wouldn't know who these people are. Like, I feel like our relationships 
were so much simpler. They were. Have when we didn't have access to what was going on in other people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right. Because we had to form those opinions and trust our own judgments, right? And trust our own intuition. Now it's like we we may have good vibes about somebody, but then we see on social media, it's like, well, dang, he hasn't done this for me or he hasn't done that for me. But I see on social media, media. he takes me back. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like, oh, why, you know, or, oh yeah, or always, that's one thing also, having instant access to everybody, right? Social media, even text messaging, all that stuff, we feel like people have to respond ASAP. And if yeah. they don't, that means something is wrong. Yeah. Like back in like the 90s and the 80s, <laughs> even early 2000s, when text messages were not free, right? No, they were not free. If you, were, if you were get pissed if somebody sent yeah. you a text because you got charged, right? Why'd you so you were, back in the pager days, you had to wait till you found a payphone because we, we had, had to wait, <laughs> right? We didn't have <laughs> decode and then. <laughs> We didn't have instant access. We didn't have all these group chats. We didn't have all of this. You couldn't just up and call somebody any time of day because your minutes were not free until after nine. After nine, baby. You know, or if you at home on the house phone, like, okay, I'm on the internet right now, so I can't talk to you on the phone. Yeah. I was like, I maybe I'm, and I'm hell. We're not that old, like so. So things have changed so much. We feel like we have to have instant access. It's like, okay, you text that person. Oh, they didn't text. Oh, it's been five minutes. They must be cheating. Mm-hmm. All right. We just posted on cheating. Instagram. So, right. All right. Oh, yeah. Right. Or the fact that you feel like that message, or that we feel so entitled that people have to drop every single thing. Yep. Just to respond to you. Yes, I'm on. Yes, I'm sitting on Facebook. Yes, I saw your text message. I will respond to you when I get to you. Yeah. Right. When I feel right. like it. But when I feel like it, and and so even as a married person, I don't. I'm not talking to my husband all day. Yeah. Can I get in contact to him if I need to? Yeah. Can I send him a, a, do we have a group chat? Yeah. But I could send a group chat message to him or send a text message and he might not respond to like a couple hours later. Right. You know, or I might call, he may not pick up my phone call, but I'm, that doesn't mean that he's yeah. cheating. No, yeah. he's at work. Like it's right. And so right. We, you know, we have all this, this culture of instant. Everything has to be yeah. instant it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, very, very dangerous. Very and dangerous. I, we have to, we have to step back. We have to really, I feel like we all should take social media diets. Like yeah. as a person who's on social media, like we need to really take yeah. social media diets because it's killing our relationships. Yeah. It, it really is. I'm, like, I'm seeing too much. I'm, I have access to too much stuff and I'm intaking too yes. much information yeah. in general. And it's overwhelming me sometimes. I feel yes. like, Oh, I didn't want to see that person get shot. Right. I yes. just saw somebody die. Right. Like, I don't, now I can't go to sleep. And it's like, hard because, like, now this is how kids are being raised and how kids are coming up. And it's like, so now they it's just never ending. Cheated. They're just like, like, yeah. Like, this yes. is all they know. So it's Charlamagne like. Charlamagne talks about that. He's like, we're getting too comfortable with just watching, like, atrocities just mm-hmm. in front of our face. Like, we just be like, oh, yeah, that, you yeah. know mass shooting they they filmed it yeah. on instagram anyways you yeah. want to go out for drinks like right it's right. not normal yeah, we're, we're getting too yeah we're getting too comfortable and like and even to bring it back around to like to sex and relationships people putting all their business out on facebook or instagram yeah. like it that is and that you know bothers me too it's like we didn't used to know the like 
people used to break up it's like okay they broke up and if you are a friend of theirs you probably would know the details of why they broke up or why something ended now people will put their full on yeah you know why their relationship ended it's like hell i don't even know you but i know why your relationship ended right Right. You know, I know they cheated on you with your sister and your mom. Right. Like, what? And like, can't be baby daddy. And this thing. Yeah. yeah. They, like, they put people on black. Like, now we have, like, you break up, they're putting people on blast. Yeah. It's like, we didn't even used to have that. Yeah. And that, there used to be a group on Facebook called, um, Sus, is this your man or something like that? Oh my God. I can only imagine this. <laughs> so, yes. Like, so it was a Facebook group joined. And what the women would do in that group, they'll start dating a dude and they will put his picture up on the group. And they're like, do y'all know anything about this man? Oh my God. It's like Carfax. And yes. And so you will see all of these comments of people <laughs> like, oh yeah, girl, he used to mess with this, this, that person. And I was like, it was crazy. It was wild. And because I joined the group, I'm like, is this real? Oh, it was real. Like, so oh people my God. and people would be like posting their husbands in there. Oh, do y'all know anything about this? And I was like, oh, you're just going to purposely ruin your marriage. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you, you're about to play with some fire, huh? Because somebody wow. would come and say, you oh know, this is that your man. Yes. I don't know if the group is still in existence, but yeah, it was, it was wild. Like, so yeah. people were just, yeah, like I said, we what? have too much. Like, yeah. It's, it's a good fun. thing because we're connected, but yeah, now it, 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 it can get out of control really fast. Yeah. And I, I don't know if there's a bruh's this your girl. Or, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Like, like, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot out there. So like I said, if we're sitting on social media all day seeing this, it makes it hard for you to have relationships because it's hard for us to trust people. Right. Right. So right. you can't, it's like a person starts treating you nice or being good. It's like, oh, this is, no, they're too good to be true. Something right. got to be wrong. Yeah. So on his Facebook and Instagram, let me go DM some of these exes of his. Yeah. I need to get the scoop on why they treat me so good. Because we feel that we don't deserve to get treated well. Like, right. so it's, There's a yeah, it's, a, it's, yeah, it, it's a lot. Like I said, that, that can be a whole Listen, conversation. We have plenty of time for it. <laughs> Honey, that is the basis of this whole thing. Just sitting here, just like it is. That's true. It really is. Because ours, we started with just having these conversations just mm -hmm. amongst ourselves, and we're like, mm -hmm. we need to include some men in these conversations. Yeah, and then it just turned into like a whole like discussion party, mm -hmm. and yep. then COVID shut it down. It turned into a podcast, but it's like, yeah, it's yeah, because it's good that we have these conversations, and I'm glad that you all wanted to invite men to the conversation because a lot of times it is oh we're gonna have a a panel or whatever of just women or a panel of just men right. and then yeah. there is no actual no, coming together to really communication yes yeah, talk to each other yes yeah and, and then we i'm like we have to do it especially like because i see so many people that are like oh i want to be like you say i want to be in a relationship but I don't know all of these different things. Like I said, there are more women than men. Like, how can I find a, a person that yeah. is quality and being with them? And so, right. and then women, for some reason, we start feeling like we're running out of time and right. all, these, you know, all this pressure. And so it's like, yeah, we need to have these. Struggle. Yeah. We definitely do. I have yeah. one more question because this is like totally off topic from what we were talking about. Well, not totally off because it's sex, but 
squirting. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk about it. All right. What is it, P? <laughs> is that so nice? Next. <laughs> oh, she's a research, researcher. Come on. So, yes, yeah, so it's so funny because the jury, the jury is still out on what squirting actually is. Mm-hmm. So, just to give the quick rundown, <laughs> it's so there is now like a like a difference that we're saying between like female ejaculation and squirting, which is not necessarily the same thing, but we're not even sure if that is the case because there hasn't really been an extensive study of testing, you know, the fluid that is, or, you know, cause you know, there has been some like, but it hasn't been enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Because what they will have to do is we have to get these women in the room if they can squirt and these sex coaches need to make them squirt and then you will have to collect it collect it and test what it actually it. is right then we will have to see where it is coming from in the body mm-hmm. so is it coming from the urethra so the hole you pee out of right. or is it coming out of the vagina mm-hmm. you know so that is what is confusing a lot of people so people some people think it's pee right some studies have they tested you know the fluid and some are saying it's very diluted urine Mm -hmm. some said that it's not right and so we don't know exactly what it is and then some people like when i say the difference between female ejaculation and squirting some people say ejaculation is really like a white milky fluid that comes out of the skin's gland on the sides of um like the opening of the vagina i have to kind of show it to you but (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what they think it is. And so some people are like, no, it actually is not. And so we don't know. Some people are like, okay, it's coming from the bladder mm-hmm. or it's coming out. So we don't really know because we don't have an extensive study. Mm-hmm. Now, what I will say, what you see on porn is not the norm. Okay, so <laughs> on porn, you see a water hose of all of these <laughs> different things. And sometimes it's kind of hard to tell on porn where this liquid is coming from mm-hmm. because it's not like the camera is like right there all the time. Right. But sometimes in porn, it's not actually squirting. Sometimes those, you know, sometimes they're actually just peeing. You know, I'm just to be real in porn because to have like some of that big gush like they're having over and over and over again, right. it's for the camera. It's the theatrics of it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is urine. But the you know the jury is still out on what it actually is. But I will say, it's not something that everybody can do, right? And it's not something that should be the goal. And I don't know at what point did everybody become so fascinated with it. I, I, it, like it just I always knew about it because I'm in the field. But it seems like out of the blue, everybody started talking about squirting, and everybody <laughs> wants to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? It's messy. like the ultimate like climax of life. It's like that must be the that must be it. I must be going to glory after that. <laughs> I don't know. Sex can be good with us, and it's it's messy. Yeah, yeah, it's really messy. Imagine. <laughs> if you if you're squirting like they're doing on porn, it's messy. Yeah, but a lot of times, if you speak to different people and their experiences. For some people, it's just like a little light trickle. It's not even 
like a water hole. So, so yeah, hmm. some people can make themselves do it. Some people can't. Like right. they have all of these different things. It's like, oh, try this toy, try that toy. Yeah. Yeah, I always had an argument, well, not an argument, but a discussion with one of my girlfriends. I'd be like, it's just pee. And they're like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, I, I thought it was pee. I, I don't this, know what it this, is. I think it was like a video or something I had watched on it was saying that it was made up of mostly urea, like diluted urea, and mm-hmm. that it was coming from the bladder and that like during arousal that the bladder would fill up mysteriously, even though they had already done like the control of like the women empty their bladder before they go into the situation and miraculously it fills up with this fluid and just skyrockets. We don't really really study it. Like, so we haven't studied it. Like, but that's not surprising because we still haven't studied the vagina and the vulva extensively. So like, that's why people are just not finding out that the clitoris is much bigger than you think. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's not just the little button that you think it actually has an internal structure mm-hmm. that is bigger. And so we're starting to think the whole idea of the G spot may actually be just part of the clitoris, yeah. the internal part of the clitoris, yeah. right? So, but we have to do more research on that. So right. you definitely haven't done any more research on like squirting, but <laughs> you know, you have to have a science, like a bi- like biologist or chemist do that. Right. Yeah. Go I'm not it. doing that. <laughs> I do with microorganisms. Um, <laughs> you, can do it. you just got to get enough people who can actually squirt. I know a few. I know. And be in a control setting. <laughs> Lying. <laughs> I don't, I mean, they're not the type of people that's like, yeah. So I'm like, I believe them. Maybe they're very like homely, matronly, like good people. Yeah, if they could do it great. If they could do it, great. More power to them. But you don't have to squirt. I think it's an ego thing for the husband or man. It can be like, oh, I made her squirt. Yeah. Some men that I talk to though are like, I don't like that because it's just everywhere. And I don't. Oh yeah. Everywhere. (laughs) Have (laughs) sex in the bed, and you're doing all that, like. You're gonna have to get yeah. up. You're gonna have to change sheets. You're gonna have to wash yeah. things. They're mm-hmm. like, there's nothing sexy about that. So I don't. Gross. I don't like when that happens. That's funny. Yeah, especially if you're trying to do a porno style. You're. It's everywhere. But they have <laughs> special sheets now. They have like special sheets that you can have sex on top of that you can just take off, and like it kind of absorbs oh. like fluids and things like that. A giant pad. Yeah. What? <laughs> She said, <laughs> "Giant object yeah. was a pad and could just wrap around the bed." A bed. Like, it's like a sh- yeah. It's like a sh- yeah. It's okay. it's on the bed. You have sex, and then you could just take it off, you know, and uh-huh. toss it in, so you don't mess up your sheets. Who invented that? That was a good. I mean, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I think we had a great discussion. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. This was really no problem. No nice problem. Have you back. Yeah, <laughs> we need to talk about. This is funny. funny I have to do um because like two years ago I did a um event called Sex Sips and Sweets, and it's so funny because I was like, "Oh, are you gonna do it in Florida?" I was like, "I may one day do it down there." You should only when I had one child, and so we <laughs> have to see how that's gonna be. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah, because like I, 
Only time I come back to Florida is when I go home to Tallahassee. I haven't been to Orlando in like our South Florida. How do you even get into this? Like, you just say, I'm just really intrigued by sex. I think I'm just going to (laughs) say So, um, actually, so how old am I? I'm 33. So I've actually been doing some form of, like, in this field for like 17 years. So I started before I got to college. So um, I started in high school. And I was a peer educator when I was in Tallahassee and I was doing a lot of HIV um, prevention work. And so that's really how I got into it. But me being interested in sex has always been, that started early. Like if people talk to my mom, my mom's like, yeah, well, Dasha's always been doing this. So <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like literally I used to sit when I was in like middle school, like the history channel, probably even some of elementary school probably late elementary school like fifth grade so the history channel used to have this show this documentary called the history of sex and i would sit and watch it it came on like for some reason it always used to come on around new years and i would sit <laughs> and watch the history of sex and they've literally just talked about sex since the beginning of time all the way up until modern day mm-hmm. And I would just watch this stuff. And then my mom was like, okay, whatever. Because my mom told me like a couple of years ago, she was like, oh yeah, I always kind of knew you were going to go into the sex field. Like, she's like, oh, you feel, I feel like you're going to be like a Dr. Ruth or something like that. So she <laughs> let me, so I've been, like I said, I've been talking about this, doing all this for a very, very, very long time. Oh, when yeah. I was an undergrad, nobody really knew because I didn't, you know, but it's just something I've always mm-hmm. kind of always done. Like it's just, but you're it. very knowledgeable. And so you can you tell do what you love. And yeah. That is, it's it's something I've been doing for like I said for for a while now. So yeah, yeah you didn't just fall into this. Okay. No, it, yeah, I didn't I didn't just fall into it. Like a lot of people thought I did. It's like no, I've been, I've been like, yeah. I've, I've been a little girl. Like I always was interested in bodies and like um, puberty and periods and pregnancy and like how these things. I remember when I, it probably was embarrassing for my mom. I asked her. I remember when I was, I think, in fifth grade or sixth grade, and I was like, "How old were you when you had sex for the first time?" And I was, and she was like, oh, uh, <laughs> we talking about this I, I will just ask these questions. And, you know, I just, I, I wanted to know. I just wanted to know how, you know, how, how is this sex thing working? Like, what do people, you know, how are we doing this? So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So now this, now this is what I do. I made a, made a career out of it. So. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. I love it. That's great. Yeah, it's not every day that you like I said it's not no it's not every day like my line sisters are kind of always new but I wasn't doing it to the level of what of how I'm doing it Mm -hmm. uh, now so yeah Yeah. now it's a whole brand yeah so you got the sensible sexpert on Instagram Mm -hmm. um you have your podcast the sensible Mm -hmm. expert and doing your research so you might you might see your name in a cosmo magazine or something one day with a quote i don't know <laughs> yeah so i've been in cosmo i've been in essence awesome. i've been in glamour uk women's health shape health awesome. um i've been on the um podcast you know y'all know kevin on stage with their mm-hmm. 
I've been, I was on their podcast. Oh, nice. Wow. Um, so I've, yeah, I've been in, yeah, I've been at Oprah Magazine. Um, so I don't, but a lot of people, I just don't ever say, I just, because I'm just a pretty regular person. It's like, to me, it's just, what you it's doing? just, doing yeah, it's so, yeah, I don't ever say, girl, I just don't ever talk about it. I know. Oh, and so when I know. Yes, yeah, so I really, yeah, I just don't really ever, because to me, it's just, because like, you big it's, I'm not. No, I don't. I don't consider myself <laughs> big time. It's just. It's just something I do. Um, that's how I look at it. Is. Is something I it just. I just do. It, unless you ask me, then I'll tell it. I'll tell people. Like, yeah. I, but yeah, it's not great. So you like not and that I'm saying is people probably be like really and then they yeah. start. Well, now they about to find out. Yeah. So we are gonna put it in the um, little caption. It's gonna all be in. There. Yep. I know a little bit about what I'm talking about. Just a little bit. Just no, little you bit. can tell that you're knowledgeable in the area. You can definitely tell that you are a researcher. Okay. Yes, I'm a researcher. <laughs> I I study this stuff for a living. Yeah. Yeah. That and is- it's not always sexy. Oh, so- yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sure. Well, thank you again yes, for coming on. This is awesome. We have um you do just the tip Tuesday, right? On your page. Yeah, so sometimes yeah, I do just the tip Tuesdays. Yes, and we did just the tip was like our like how we ended our podcast, so it just works perfectly. Um, and for just the tip today, we want to know how you can keep your relationship spicy um, for couples that may be losing that sexual flair. So I mean, even like the intimacy piece of it, because like we were just thinking about the sexy sex part, but um, after discussion, I think the intimacy. You know, you gave some pointers earlier, but if you want to just end it that way, just tell us what, not us, because we're not in a relationship, but the people in relationships <laughs> that are listening, what Most they of our do, listeners are in relationships, a lot of them. What they can do to keep their relationship spicy, whether it be intimacy or sex. Simple. Start talking. You know, start talking and stop assuming or taking your partner for granted. So... You know, if you want something to happen, you have to tell them. They cannot read your mind. If you want to try a new position, if you want to try a kink or a fetish or anything that that may be, you know, tell them, talk to them, and don't assume that what you're doing or what you have been doing is pleasurable to your partner. Yeah. Now, always stay in communication. Do you like this? Do you like that? Mm-hmm. You know. Even asking, is there any way that we can approve what we're doing, right? And some people don't feel comfortable with that, asking in that way, but you have to start talking. And if you want to spice it up a little bit, dirty talk, you know, sending those sexy text messages, you know, leaving those sexy notes or voicemail, you know, saying, okay, this is what I want you to do to me when you come home and that's a good way to ensure that you're having some good sex like okay i want you to touch me here when you come home or tonight i'm gonna do this to you i'm gonna do that to you right it really starts with talking using your mouth right so that is something that you you know you have to do great i love it great tip i like the way you phrase that question too what um how is there any ways we can improve this it doesn't make it seem like this isn't working yeah it's just, it's just like how can we improve okay yeah, yeah always like, the we, like how can we make this better <laughs> yeah because you don't you don't want to put anybody on the defensive right, right, right. 
So it's like, how can we do this? What can we, how can I help you? You know, how can you help me? So. Right. That's real. This is thank so you, awesome. Wendy. No problem. Yes, Wendy. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. So, um, this episode uh, will air not this week, but next week. Okay. Um, so it'll be on YouTube, and then it'll be on podcast platforms. But um, if you okay. want to send you anything, let me know if you you know okay. the video or the audio or whatever. And we can yes. Yes. Let him know. Okay, so thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. So now I know I got your number. So when you see me texting about some random <laughs> Ignore Don't be it. ignoring me, okay? I'm gonna be like Wendy, what is like what does the research say? What does the research say on my Instagram? <laughs> Why I gave her my number? Well, what does the research say? I need to know. <laughs> I get texts all the time. Like, trust me, sure. I get. Oh my god! People have my number. Yes, I get. I get texts all the time. Boy, my friends better not go in this field. I'm like blowing a junk up. <laughs> Look, give me the thought. I'll text her. Okay. <laughs> all right, Wendy. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem. Thank you for having me. All right. <laughs> bye. 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 Thanks for joining us. Remember, feel free to slide in our DMs with topics or questions you'd like to chat about. It goes down in a DM. Hey. It goes down in hey. a DM. Hey. It goes go down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your support really means a lot to us. Next time. <laughs> Bye, y'all.